Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The catch is made by DJ Moore. Still going across midfield. Inside the 40, the 30. This is Desmond Johnson on the Believe and Carolina Panthers podcast. Here on the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available in your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And welcome into a Thursday preview edition of the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, along with Skylar Callahan, beat writer for Sports Illustrated, and the Panthers' all-time leading rusher, Jonathan Stewart. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, you might notice Believe sent us over a little razzle-dazzle in the, uh, a couple of days since we've been out, sent us a new overlay. Uh, I want to appreciate everybody that's been finding us on, uh, on social media, on YouTube, at Tobacco Road Sports Radio. And, of course, across all major podcast platforms, uh, just, you know, appreciate the love we've been seeing and getting. Um, and, of course, it helps when you're winning. The Panthers actually winning some games, so it makes it a little bit more fun to talk about the Panthers. So I totally get it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, guys like Just Bobby, it is Open Mailbag Monday. You can check in with us either on that YouTube video, the live video that's streaming right now at YouTube.com forward slash at Tobacco Road Sports Radio. You've got a hot take. If you got something that's got you mad, because it is Tell Them Why You're Mad uh, Thursday, uh, if you want to give us a comment on the preview, Panthers versus Steelers, it'll be coming up here in just a bit. You can do so just like Bobby is taking advantage of right here. You can also comment on the Facebook video that's at uh, Tobacco Road Sports Radio as well. The audio version of this will be out uh, here a little bit later on this morning. Before we get into the preview, before we get into Tell Them Why You're Mad Thursdays, football is back. Be, uh, Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts and where we start. Typically on uh on Thursdays, it's uh if you're not oh if you're new here uh, on Thursdays we do a little segment called Tell Them Why You're Mad Thursdays. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why we mad. Son. I'm gonna tell you why we mad. Son. Where we've had the whole week to kind of sink our teeth into something that's irritated us uh, in the world of football. Doesn't necessarily have to be Panther related, but we try to keep it football related here uh, with college football winding down. Uh, I'm not sure where we're gonna go with this one. Um, Stu looks deep in thought. Which one of you guys want to go first here on uh, Tell Them Why You're Mad uh, Thursday? Yeah, I'm going to tell you why we mad, son. I'm going to tell you why we mad, son. Whatever way he does. Say what? You want want to go, Stu? I think Stu's still muted. I can't. Hold on. Ah, I can't mute you. Unmute yourself. Oh, there there it is. Hey. (laughs) Skyler, you should go first. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'll go first. You know, and really, it should be tell them why you're glad Thursday because of, of the vibes around here lately. Yeah, I've been feeling pretty good. Yeah. For some reason, I keep going back to college football, and I think it's just because it's it's kind of annoying what they all do. Um, last week, we talked about transfer portal. This week, it's the college football playoff. Um, I know everyone's kind of upset about 
it going from four to twelve. But in honor of Mike Leach, rest in peace. Um, he 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 did it right a couple of years ago when he was at Washington State and he talked about it. Like you look at everybody else, whether it's from Pee Wee football, middle school football, high school, um, Division three, Division two, FCS, NFL. They all have fairly large playoffs. You know, like eight. 16, 18 teams, and everyone's kind of been upset about how Division One's now going from 4 to 12. Listen, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of seeing the same four teams every single year. And it almost puts it to where you, you have no room for error. And if you're one of those teams like, I don't even know, like that's not a blue blood traditionally, let's just say like North Carolina for instance. For uh, for example, no, let's pick you my would, voice there. <laughs> if you if you lose one game, you're pretty much done for it in in the current format. Like you have to pretty much run the table, um, or have a, just a very strong schedule. And let's let's be let's just be real. Like no one's schedules strong opponents anymore. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it should it should be twelve. It should have always been twelve. It makes sense for it to be twelve. Um. I don't know if we should go much more than that, but beating four is just, it's too, it's too geared to the, the blue bloods, essentially. I, I agree with you because I, I think, um, I think 12 is the perfect number because once you get past 12, though the teams past that, I don't know. There is a gap in college football. Like, I mean, I know Alabama had a down year, even though they, whether they lose like two games or something like that. And that's like a down yeah, year. And this is, this is the perfect year for it. Like, cause people right. say, oh, well, you know, Bama, a, a nine or 10 seed would never win. You're telling me Alabama couldn't win? Exactly. Right. That, that's kind of where I'm at too. And normally it didn't happen that way. Or Clemson, Clemson's going to, would be in there, uh, you right. know, at, at a 10 seed or something like that. So, uh, your boys, uh, Stu Oregon, they would be in there, wouldn't they? Aren't they still yeah. ranked top 12? So, I mean, like it, 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 this would be the year to do it. It's those years where it's like Alabama's the clear cut number one, like twenty twenty. Yeah, Cincinnati at like number nine or ten. But. Yeah, like come on, or like uh, the LSU year with Burrow and all them boys, where they were just putting up a billion points, like nobody could stop them. Stuff like that that happens, but I think the playoff will level it out a little bit. Actually, I think it's going to be great for college football. It's one of the reasons why I love college basketball so much because of March Madness and. Uh, teams getting knocked off you didn't expect to get knocked off it's all just like a one-off type situation it's not a series or anything like that um i can't wait for it because it's hard for me to get into college football for the very reason you just said where i feel like it's the same four teams that float at the top of the preseason poll and they kind of get a they kind of get a mulligan if they lose a game early like alabama if alabama loses in october and they were ranked number two or number one all year they're not going to fall very far and they're going to be in a position to move right back up but that doesn't happen for a North Carolina or whoever it might be. They lose one, they fall really far back, and they don't bounce back off the, the name brand, I guess, is what you can do. So um, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling that one. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why we mess it. I'm going to tell you why we mess it. Jay Stu, what's up? What's up, baby? What's um, going on? I really don't. I'm, I'm really not mad. I'm, I'm pretty – feel pretty good today. I know? do too. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything to genuinely be, be, be mad about. That's um, okay. That's okay. So I, mean, I feel good, y'all. Yeah. Like I feel yeah. optimistic. I feel like the Panthers are in the right direction. I feel like you know. The I mean, we always know you got to be mad about Denver somehow, right? Uh, you know, Russell Wilson got hurt, you know, Sunday. So I don't, I don't want to 
I don't want to harp too much on them right now because you know got we got us. we got a man down. So yeah. they're um, out of the playoff picture officially. They're so. out of the playoff picture. It's all good. <laughs> um, I will say I found it interesting. The Raiders lost to the Rams. Uh, I, I really truly believe that they should have won that game. Um, you know, I'm not really sure what gets in their way um, of winning games that they should win, but it's not my problem. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, the Raiders I'm just a in a good mood today. <laughs> the Raiders have a lot of talent on their roster, and it just feels like they just can't get out of their own way. I, I don't know. That's that's odd. I I, I was having trouble too because I've had a pretty good uh, week this week. Uh, other than the stupid rain that's going on outside that we talked about before we came on live, I, I'm I'm kind of mad at cold rain. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, tell you why we mad. I'm gonna tell you why we mad. If you're on the eastern seaboard anywhere right now, you're probably getting it too. So you're probably like, man, what's going on outside? But uh, I do have one: the Commanders and the uh, was it the Giants? They tied last week. Why do we still have ties? Like, why do ties still exist in the NFL? Shouldn't we have some kind of in 2022? Shouldn't we have some sort of mechanism to? Make sure we don't have a tie. Like it just feels like it. It doesn't make any sense to to still have them. Like at the end of regulation, they should just trot the field goal kickers out there, <laughs> or do like a fast or, man or, competition. Yeah, or like do what college does, or a tug of war, or a tug of war. Something. I, you know, I was thinking, I was like, they should do this. Okay, if, if it's the end of regulation, like that Commanders Giants game, they get to it, score still tied. You send the two field goal kickers out, and you do kind of like a who can kick the furthest field goal. So like. Guy starts off on the 35. He kicks that one. The next one has to be five yards back. So the guy comes out, kicks it from the 40, 45. And you keep going until the guy, until somebody misses and the last guy to hit, that team wins. And you just do it off of that. That way it's off of the, the strength and the importance of the field goal kicker. The kicker can win the game or lose the game yeah. and kick a bunch. Now, I don't know if field goal kickers can do that. I don't know if they can go out there and kick five, six kicks in a row from <laughs> from 45 50 yards to win a game but either that yeah, or you guys, go old school like wild world of sports and do like tug of war or something at the middle of the field or something crazy but get have you guys ever settled have you guys ever played an organized sport where you had to settle for a, a tie yeah. i have no nah, i play a lot of basketball so uh it's, it's the most it's the most unsettling feeling like just year, to, to we, no winner, no loser. It's like, okay, so I, this helps I'd us lose. at some point? This helps us yeah, at some point, a, you're saying? That's a, that's a good, actually, that's a good question that Skylar puts up there. Would you would you rather lose that game or win that game, just so you have a definitive answer? Or the tie okay? I mean, I mean I'd rather lose the tie. I mean, it, it's interesting because a tie can help you yeah. in certain situations within your division and all that stuff when it comes to the end of the season you're making a playoff run. Like we did in seven, eight, and one. <laughs> Brad filling my field goal idea. Brad Tibbet, thanks for uh, watching on the uh, uh, the YouTube channel. Field goal starting at thirty five and move back five yards each time. Um, <laughs> I, I like that too, Brad. That's that's the only thing I could think of. It's like I heard the score. I'm like, man, they got to play each other again in like two or three weeks. I think they flexed at the prime time because of it. But uh, shout out to Ron Rivera. Yeah, Ron over there Family. doing his thing. Hey man, it's December. We already know what it is down here. Like we, I, I, I've got commander friends, and they're like, uh, they wanted to fire Ron Rivera like back in October, and I'm like, just of give the man some time. Did. Get to December sound, and then come back. It sounds just like the people that said that the Panthers weren't going to make the playoffs. Yep, and it, and now all of a sudden, like like I said last week about this time, now the national media is starting to recognize 
If the Panthers went out, the Panthers win the NFC South. I'm actually hearing those words from national talking heads. They actually understand what's going on. And I think they're starting to look at it like, okay, they're sitting the same Panther team that started in September with Matt Rule. Like it, it that feels so long yeah. ago. It feels I mean, really good too because I really appreciate that, you know, Steve Wilkes is getting some national attention. Um, I saw a clip, you know, of Geno Smith going towards uh Coach Wilkes after the game and just kind of really giving him his flowers after the game, saying, hey, man, I really respect you. You're a hell of a coach. Um, I guess he was mic'd up or something. I'm not sure how they got <laughs> got that audio. But but it was really dope to really see, like, that's what, you know, we were talking about all along, is Coach Wilkes is a coach that has the respect of his locker room, but not just the locker room, but of players all around this league. Um, and so here we are. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm feeling that, um, I'm feeling that love too. um, going towards coach Wilkes. I keep seeing the national media also trying to push this narrative that David Tepper wants a young offensive minded coach, kind of like a Sean McVay or the next Sean Payton, instead of going to hire Sean Payton. But I think they're ignoring what's happening here. Like what's actually like, organically happening where, Honestly, as it stands today, I think Steve Wilkes is the front runner. He should be, uh, unless David yeah. Tepper just wants to completely piss off the Charlotte <laughs> area. And I can beyond. tell you this. I can tell you this. The Charlotte fan base is on board 100% with Steve Wilkes. Especially, especially like, you know, my man said, protect the bank. That's something that, that's locker room talk. That's right? internal. Yeah, I heard him say that too. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, like for people to really get a glimpse of that, like, and really, like, see that this this is some stuff that you hear out of a movie almost. <laughs> like, the story, why? What if, can you just imagine? Like, I don't even want to go that far yet. I'm not even gonna. No, we're not gonna do but that. like, gonna do that. but <laughs> I was at. I had a dentist appointment this morning. Cheese. Uh, <laughs> but uh, shout out to my my dentist, Adrian Lineberger. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Lineberger. <laughs> but um uh one of the, the people in the office, you know, was really high on Coach Wilkes and they were saying, you know, I wasn't even planning on going to any games for the rest of the year. But he actually challenged the fan base to come and support the Panthers. Like including the fans, making them feel important because they are. Like, not being afraid of saying, hey, we need the fans' help. We need ev- everyone collectively involved in that stadium helps us win home games. So we need you there. I don't and remember. It's huge. I don't remember Rule ever really appealing to the fans in that same manner. He was never really that type of coach. Um, yeah. Well, they were never really in a position where they needed the help either because they were never in a serious game. I want to say he blamed the fans one one week for something. Like he he put them under he threw them under the bus for something. I can't remember what it was, but being too loud. <laughs> it was something weird. Like he blamed them for something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, shout out to uh. We can call him a believe in Carolina Panthers super fan. You my boy Blue. He's here every every, uh, every episode. He's mad because he's about to have his meeting and we're on and he don't want to miss the show. We're sorry, man. We had Yeah, I'm gonna uh, tell you why we messed up. I'm gonna yeah. tell you why we messed up. We, we all got stuff going on, brother. We had stuff to do today, so we had to go ahead and get this in so you guys can have yeah. it. You go back and watch. You can go back and watch it. You can go back and listen to it when you get out that meeting. Uh turn on some of the people in the meeting, like, hey man, next time y'all schedule this meeting, 
a little bit further back or just not on Thursday because on, sometime on Thursday, believing Carolina Panthers is going to drop, and I got to be there. So you, my yeah. boy, Blue, you, you get, we'll get you. We got you. Um, Bradley Gore, it is open mail back Thursday. He mentions, my question is, I know coach speak, but in the locker room, how much do players look ahead? I know it's crazy to say, but Detroit, that offense is a problem. How much do players look ahead, Stu? Um, to be honest, I mean, there's probably certain personalities that can't help it. Um, but for myself and for, you know, Coach Skip, my running back coach, he always kept us dialed in on what was in the moment. Um, and so, I mean, whenever you start looking ahead, you miss out on details. Um, you know, don't forget, you know, Steelers are well coached. Um, you know, Coach Tomlin uh, and and how their season's going right now. They're you know, over, yeah, they're kind of on the up too, right? <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're fighting too. So yeah, just... so I mean, very barely. Um, but I mean, depending on their quarterback situation, I'm not really sure who's going to be playing quarterback. Um, you know, all I see is an opportunity for guys to pay attention to details and make the most of an opportunity on Sunday, um, especially on defense. Uh, but you know, this is a team that can come in here, and I mean, we're we're favorite. We're favored in a lot of people's position. Um, this could be one of those, um, what's the word, uh, trap games, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That, that I mean... sounds, it sounds weird to kind of say a trap game for us, <laughs> um, you know, with the season we had. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have the NFL experience, obviously, but from the experience that I do know and, and just from talking to everybody in here and probably even gaining knowledge from Stu, like there's so much game planning that goes into just one game. Like yeah. to truly look ahead, you, you literally have to be looking at the next opponent's film to be doing that. And there's just no time for that. Like yeah. these guys have to focus on whatever they're focused on for this week against Pittsburgh. You can't start looking at film about Detroit or Tampa Bay or New Orleans. Like there's literally just not enough time in the day to even focus on the, the opponent that you have this week. So exactly. I, I don't think that players can actually really truly look ahead. They may look at it and be like, yeah, this guy does this and that, but they're not, they're not spending much time on it at, at all. Yeah. I think it's easier like in, um, like certainly in a fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. College, college basketball. I mean, that's college different. Football. Yeah. You look, you kind of, yeah, cause I you get it. They're talking about that big matchup, the rivalry matchup coming down the road or whatever. Uh, I mean, I mean, really, if you think about it, like Sam, when we talked to Sam yesterday, he didn't really think of it like this, but it kind of kind of brought it to my attention. Like the way that the, the season is right now, you if you went out, you're in. So if you look at it from this perspective, Sunday's a playoff game. Like every Sunday, they're all out is a playoff yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> which I like. I mean, because I, I think they responded to that. Uh, I like how Wilkes is holding players accountable based off of like where they were drafted. Like I like how he did a couple of weeks ago where he called out like the, the first round picks it was like, Hey, you guys were first round picks. Act like it, play like it, be stars, go out there and do what you do. Like stop being tentative. And they, they responded like Brian Burns, JC Horn and all these dudes that are first round picks. They they've been showing up the past couple of weeks. And I don't see any reason why it would slow down. Um, the Panthers and the Steelers. It's a 1 PM kickoff this Sunday. It's on CBS, not on Fox. So make sure, you know, to uh, flip that dial over. Um, Bradley Gore mentioned so much of this roster is so young. I wonder how many have even played the Steelers outside of preseason. Hopefully it's just a game for them. Um, I know they used to play the Steelers every year in preseason. Do they play them this year? 
in the preseason? Uh, it was last year, I believe. Last year. Last so year. I know, but like before that, even before Tepper was here, like we had the Steelers like week three or week four, but like every preseason it would be Panthers Steelers. Um, I think that was the game I was talking about last week that I went with my buddy that's a Steeler fan and he walked around down, uh, uptown Charlotte with a terrible towel and there was people with towels all over the place in Charlotte. And uh, I meant to go get the audio. He said it after we talked on uh, maybe, maybe coach Wilkes walked, watched the believe in Carolina Panthers podcast. Cause he went out and, and literally it was it pleaded with the fans to come to bank of America stadium. Uh, like I did on Monday. Don't let Steeler fans take over the bank, the vault, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Don't let them take over. If you, if you're a PSL holder, you've got tickets, you haven't gone all year. You haven't had a reason to. This is this, there's only two home games left in the regular season. Go, go and support. Yeah. It's going to be a great atmosphere on Sunday. I'm thinking about going myself and putting in a. Uh, well, it's probably too late now to, uh, <laughs> to put in a press thing for it. But um, I was thinking about going myself just for the atmosphere. I might try I'll, it down next Sunday. So I'll go ahead and give my my score prediction since I got to go over and meet Al and Ben. Oh um, yeah, that's right. yeah. Skyler's at work, so, so yeah. Skyler's I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Panthers twenty four. 13 and I think they stick to that same identity that they did a, a week ago just running the football but I do think we see Sam Darnold eclipse 200 yards this week so Ooh. that's a bold prediction yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah 24-13 Carolina yeah alright Skyler so uh, what you what you thinking uh, here yeah. well well, for, before we give our score predictions, do you want to get into any nuts and bolts of what to do, or is it the same recipe, in your opinion? It's the same recipe. I think we just have to be – I think attention to detail has to be, like, huge this week. Only from the standpoint, like I was saying earlier, this could be one of those trap games where, oh, the Steelers are 5-8. and eight. They've been playing terrible. Um, their quarterback situation's not figured out. Um, you know, with with um, the rookie getting his con- being in the con- con- concussion protocol twice now, um, I feel like that's in the air. So you can easily go into this game and just ex- like have the expectation of showing up and winning. No, this is a well coached team, and they thrive. They they're built on physicality, playing defense, running the ball. So that's what they're going to do. We got to make sure we stop the run. If we stop the run, and I mean like, like almost embarrassingly, mm-hmm. like making Coach Tomlin like cringe on the st- sideline of how, you know, how terrible, you know, their run game is. I think that will be huge because then it will force them to pass the ball, um, which you know we've proven for the last weeks we've been. Um, really good in the passing game as far as, you know, creating turnovers, creating situations of tight pockets, um, you know, getting in the face of the quarterback. I mean, all those types of things. I'm sure Pittsburgh's quarterback room is, you know, um, feeling pretty uneasy about. The I was looking at the statistical comparison between the two before I made my score prediction. Third down is going to be crucial in this game. Uh Pittsburgh is 16th in the league, third down efficiency. They're 40% in terms of conversion rate. Um, we're dead last. We're, well, not dead last. We're 30th. We're at about 28%. Um, a lot of that happened in the first half of the year, though. So some of those yeah. stats take with a grain of salt. Um, Pittsburgh's only averaging 17 points a game. Uh, we're up to 20. Yeah. Last week was a lot. But 
Uh, I'm seeing some things here. They rush for about 113 yards a game, uh, to your point, Stu. That looks like something where we can actually uh, really hone in on like we've been doing. Uh, They give up 358 yards uh, per game. They give up 115 yards rushing, so they can be had there uh, as well. I want to say that they – I'm trying to find it. Last week – I want to say they gave up a lot of rushing yards to the Ravens, didn't they? Yeah, they gave up 215 yards rushing. Uh, yeah. Dobbins had 120 yards rushing, one touchdown, 15 carries. So he had explosive right. runs all over the place. It seems like. Um, we so here's and then it, and then their rushing. I mean, their rushing attack has been not. I'm pretty sure. That, like I said, they're just as an organization just cringing. Um, at the fact that they can't run the ball the way they would like to. Um, I'm not sure if they have injuries going on up at front that dictates that, but I know Najee Harris has been dealing with that foot issue. So, I mean, they can be had. We, we got to make, sure we, we make sure we just, you know, stay informed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, we, we, it's just the Steelers. The Steelers have been Steelers for, forever. We know what they're going to try to do. Um, yeah. I didn't realize this, but Carolina is one in six all time against the Steelers. The Steelers have won six straight. Carolina's only win against Pittsburgh came in 1996 at home uh, when the Panthers clinched the division title. So it's been yeah. almost damn almost 30 years <laughs> since the Panthers have beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I did not realize that. Uh, yeah. Of course, Panther owner David Tepper was a minority owner of the Steelers uh, until he bought the Panthers in 08. Um, just again going through the statistical stuff. They look fairly similar as teams uh, in terms of what they're doing on both sides of the ball. Uh, time of possession will be key, just like it was last week. Panthers held the ball for almost 40 minutes um, uh, last week. And the turnover battle, Carolina got two turnovers. I think the same formula, run the football, stop the run, let the defense go hunt, uh, force some turnovers. Yeah. They did last week. I want to see more J.C. Horn, um, Brian Burns. Like our, our, our dudes are starting to show up. Um, and I really like it because I think for those guys like Brian Burns, of course, J.C. Horn, this is really his first year, uh, a Frankie Louvu who's come in strong this year. They've never been to the playoffs like they don't they've never had games that mattered in December, like for their whole career, like Brian Burns. He's never had a December that's mattered in the NFL yeah. until right now, you know, so now it's like I almost expect them to play even better than they have been the past couple of weeks because now there's something on the line like now. Mm-hmm. Okay, we control our fate. We can literally come in here and and really show everybody that you know we've we've got enough here to do some things. And I think they do. The NFC. Do you think the NFC is pretty daunting this year? Like, is there is there a team in the NFC you look at? Like, I know the Eagles have been like leading it for most of the year, but do you look at that Eagle team like previous NFC powerhouses where you're just like, man, they are they they got they're a lot. <laughs> they're deep. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Um, like they look good to me, and Jalen Hurts, yeah, J- Jalen Hurts strikes me as a guy that really understands his own ability, like thoroughly. Um, and the confidence that he has really sheds off on the rest of the team. And when you have a guy like that at the leadership position, um that's how you win games and i don't feel like they i don't i don't feel like they peaked either um trying to think who they lose to 
Uh, um, was the last one the last loss we had? Who? No, I'm talking about the Eagles right now. Uh, oh, the um, Eagles lose to? They lost to. Was it Buffalo? It might have been. I got. I'll go check. Um, they only well, they only lost one game, right? No, they lost to Washington. Washington, right? That old Ron, but um, but every other game besides that, they've won. They've they've trashed teams. They've won close games. Um, like they win the games that they're supposed to win, and like yeah, that's what good teams do. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. they 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 beat the dog mess of the New York Giants last 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 week. So Giants falling back to earth. They started out really <laughs> strong and <laughs> they've just kind of fell it's back. The, but like the it goes back are- to this one thing, man. You got a good running game, everything taps in. So one of the things for us is we have to make sure we run the ball. It's the same thing, man. Same DNA. Run the I, ball. Stop the run. Yep. I'm looking through the NFC and I'm just like I just like the Vikings are ten and three. I'm not worried about the Vikings at all for some reason. It feels like the national media is the same way. Like nobody's picking the Vikings to do anything. I don't know where it's coming from. They're a pretty solid team, but I think the teams they've beaten uh, tell the tale there. The Cowboys. The only team that I'm worried you know, about is the 49ers. The 49ers. Yep, I was going to get there because they got the best defense and they yeah. got a run game. They they basically yeah. are like us, but just supersized. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, they do everything better. Um, they have a lot of hundred and ninety. Seven points. Yeah, total <laughs> for the year. <laughs> the next closest in their division is the Seahawks at three thirty. Oh boy! Wow, that's that's wow. Actually, that's they have a they have a win streak of six too. So I'm looking to see, is that the best in the whole? That's the best in the whole league. Yep. Yeah. Not far, actually. Now that I'm looking through it. Oh my gosh, the next closest yeah. is the Bills, two twenty one. So yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I'm just kind of looking at everything. And I know we're not. We can look ahead because we're not on the team. So I can kind of look ahead and go, okay. Say they do this. Say they run through December. We get in. We, we're playing. Minis- well, it wouldn't be Minnesota. We'd be playing the Commanders or somebody in a wild card game. We'll be hosting somebody. Yeah, we'll be that's hosting. Somebody. Crazy too. So that's why y'all need to show up to these dang games, y'all, because y'all can be a part of this. And, and we've got people on here, Kevin uh, uh, Fackery, uh Thanks for watching, Kev. He, he says he's going. He's got his tickets, so no Steeler fans are taking his seats. Uh, guys, I don't want you guys. Now I'm telling you to protect the bank, but I don't want to see any of you guys on these uh, these TikTok videos that I'd be seeing on Tuesdays, where there's people like fighting up in the stands for for no reason. <laughs> they just up there fighting because one got yeah. on a Steeler shirt, and the other protect, one's got on a Panther shirt. Protect yourself. Protect, protect the yourself. bank, but protect yourself it's and your family. People walking out in the concourse, and like someone just had like twelve of those twelve dollar Bud Lights or whatever they sell inside the yeah. stadium, and they just they're, they're ripped and ready to go. Um, just yeah. be careful. Um, yeah, we don't uh, want it. We don't want violence. No, we don't want violence. God of Blackness says the NFC this year is sweet like vanilla wafers. <laughs> um, I mean, there's always there's always going to be. It feels like one of those teams that's like normally like a nine and seven wild card gets hot. And gets to the Super Bowl. The Steelers, last time that they won it, they were a nine and seven squad, got all the way there. I think that's setting up like that for the NFC this year. It's going to be one of these smaller, uh, wild card, lower division teams that just surprises a Dallas or Eagles or whoever, and you see them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I ain't saying, you know, who, who it might be, but, you know, we, we I'm going to put it this way. The South got something hey, to say. <laughs> hey, Desmond, this is, this is what's going to happen, man. We're going to play this game, right? I feel yep. like Sam, like Skyler had said, hard take. Sam's gonna pass for over two hundred some yards. 
I feel like we're going to run the ball very well. We're going to be able to take some shots down the field. And we're going to put some points on the board. Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give you my 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 my, cool. my uh, score. Okay. Let me make, sure, make sure I write this down so you remember. Yeah. What did, wait, what did Skyler um, say? 24 to 10? 24 to 10. I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you – 35. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> 17. Woo! And that 17, that 17 going to come come real, like, uneasy, like, for Panther fans. It's going to be like, dang. And then all of a sudden, it's going to click. That's the, That would be by and, far the high-scoring game of the Panthers' season. Um, yeah, and it's going to happen in December. Ooh, I don't know if I can get to 35. Um, yeah, I get to 35, I seen, baby. I haven't get seen to 35. Get to 33, baby. Get to 33 at least. I think I, I ooh, what did I say? I think I said 31 something last week. Um, and they don't, no, no, no. I was in the 20s somewhere. Um, okay. I'm gonna. I feel I feel good about what they're doing. It, it's another one of those games that sets up perfectly for what we do, as opposed to what they don't do very well. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that Wilkes will, will vary from what we've been doing, what works. Um, shout out to that jumbo package they did in the middle of the game last week where they had like eight oh, offensive yeah. linemen up there and like nobody oh, in the yeah. back. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> We're yeah, like at midfield. Just having, just having fun out there. They, uh, Bradley Bozeman, shout out to uh, him, our start center. He said they call it the, uh, the Arby's package. <laughs> like all on the line and they just push forward. Um, I'm sure we're going to see that again Sunday. I'm going to go course Panthers. Um, the narrative just, you know, suggests that we got to keep this thing pushing. I'm going to say, I don't think it's going to be close either. Um, I do not know who the quarterback will be for the Steelers. I think it's Mitch Trubisky. Uh, if it's not him, uh, the third string guy is Rudolph the red nose reindeer. It's Rudolph. Uh, yeah. You might remember him for the situation with Miles Garrett. Last year, so I mean, it's gonna be one of them, so I think the defense can get off if the defense starts early, like they did last week. I'm gonna pick Panthers 28, Steelers 17, and again, it's not gonna feel that close. I mentioned that last week where it's not gonna feel like it's a close game. The, the, uh, the Seahawks tried to make it close in the end. Last week, but for the majority of that game, the Panthers were pretty much in control, uh, and it felt like it was their game to lose. I feel like that same situation is going to happen. Steve Wilkes is three and zero at home uh, as interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers. He's undefeated uh, at BOA. Uh, we are there uh, for this contest, so I, I, I'm putting that in consideration as well. You, my boy Blue, must be sneaking in uh, comments in this meeting because he's still <laughs> he's still here. Uh, <laughs> 28-10 Panthers. Cade Mays scores a rushing touchdown. Cade Mays, the guard, the offensive guard. Hmm. Okay, that that's that's one of those predictions where we'll remember it if it actually happens. Like you remember, your boy said it in the podcast. I, I didn't know that they had him running the ball at all, but uh, let's see. Skyler said 24-13. Thank you, Miss Rain, because I had it. Oh yeah, 24-10. So. 24 13s with Skylers. And what did I just say? 28 to 17? You said 28 10. 28 10. Then I said 35 17. 35 17. And I feel like like Sam Darnold's going to like really, he's going to take some shots and he's going to connect. And that's really like 
the basis of why this is going to be an exciting game. Um, something to look forward to. Yeah, this might be the start of the rumblings of, you know, who might be the starting quarterback week one, twenty twenty three. Sam Darnold. It might be, you know, I, and yeah. I'm kind of I'm coming to grips with that too. I can see him if they're going to run this. If you're going to keep everything Wilkes, McAdoo, all that stuff, and you just need some pieces, keep Sam. Draft a quarterback, but don't reach for one. You already have one in Matt Corral that we still don't know exactly what we got. And yeah. that you know, I, I'm in that situation, I'm fine drafting Anthony Richardson at number ten or eleven or whatever out of Florida and letting them grow and Sam be the bridge. That's kind of why he was here in the first place. He just wasn't in the right offense. But now I think he kind of is. I think he can, he can really blossom in it. Uh, you, my boy, blue. My meeting was canceled. So uh, uh, appreciate having you on, my brother. Um, we're glad as always that you're in. Uh, B. Amos, Darnold goes for 250 yards and two touchdowns. I could. That seems pretty conceivable, actually. I think you can get that. That uh, it's been a long time since we had a quarterback just putting that up. Um, that would feel really good. <laughs> that would yeah. feel really good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And my my guy that trolls me every Sunday during Panther games, he's a Steeler fan, so. Uh, typically I go radio silence during games. I don't answer the phone. I don't text. I text with you and Skylar. We have a group text and we go and do that. But that's rare for me to talk during any games that my teams are playing. I usually shut it all down. I don't talk to anybody on social media until it's over, but I'm yeah. hoping I control him a little bit this week. I'm yeah, really hoping yeah, yeah, yeah. for his case. Cause he's the one that said we should have been tanking and losing games. And uh, that was a month ago. So he claims we have no talent on this roster. Like we were devoid of talent. That's why we were losing games. And I had to argue. This is B. Amos. You talking about? No, 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 no. My friend, the Steelers. I'm about to say, hold up. I'm about to say, hey, B. Amos about to get roasted. No, no, no. He a fan. He a fan. No. Hey, which by the way, Desmond, let me change my score. I just, I just had a. Oh. You said 35-17. I'm gonna go 31-17. Okay. I want to be exact. I want to be exact. We've gotten close the past two weeks. Like one of one of us has gotten near the score uh, every week. So, uh, yeah. you guys that are watching, listening, or Vegas folks, our predictions have been pretty tight the past couple of weeks. Yeah. We've been kind of right on top of it. Um, yeah, I want y'all betting advice. Come over here. We'll get you right. Yeah, we'll get y'all right. Get your pockets right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. I think we're gonna go ahead and break out. Uh, Panthers Steelers one o'clock p.m. Sunday on CBS, not Fox. So make sure you flip it over to CBS to watch. Um, again. Coach Wilkes is three and zero at home. Uh, if you've got tickets or got a way to go get tickets, or you know, somebody with tickets, they don't know what to do with them. Go fill up Bank of America Stadium. Uh, Coach Wilkes has asked for it. We've asked for it here. Go fill up the stadium. Be happy that we've got December football. We haven't had December football that's been meaningful since 2017. 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been going on six years <laughs> since we've had a situation like this where we could feel good about the team going into uh the last four weeks of the season so definitely support them this is a young team uh yeah, i know yeah. that they'll, they'll definitely bob off of that the defense feeds off of the crowd um when we're in there oh especially note dj Moore fully practiced yesterday uh someone asked me about his uh i think it's his ankle that he messed up uh last week he fully practiced la- uh, yesterday so i expect he would be playing on sunday so for those who are asking him an injury report on dj Moore, looks like he should be available um we will be back monday um probably in the next uh, i think we did a little early we've been doing them kind of early lately we might stick to that format more people have been able to get on and watch during their lunch period so uh we'll be back monday subscribe to the believe in carolina panthers podcast on youtube you get a little notification let you know when we're about to come on 
Um, watch them on youtube.com forward slash at Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Follow Believe at Believe on Twitter so you can get the latest from us or any of the other 31 uh, NFL podcasts that they deliver. And you can also hear us on Sirius XM Satellite Radio on the app. Just search Carolina Panthers and uh, you'll be able to hear us there. So for Skylar Callahan, who's actually just left and is in the press conference that just started right now, you guys can head over that way from here to uh, over on YouTube. For him, for Jonathan Stewart, I'm Desmond Johnson. You've been watching and listening to the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast on Believe Podcast Networks. Presented by Bet Online. Keep pounding. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.